0: This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Live Cast. Tragic news today is Rob to cut his beach day short to attend a conference call for metal injection. God damn it. My boy Summer is officially cancelled. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Uh,
1: okay Rob. I'm coping. I'm dealing with it. Cancel culture has finally come for you.
2: I don't I don't see how that's A a conference call is not canceled. Well, no,
1: because your white boy summer was canceled.
2: Oh, I see. Well, there's still plenty of summer to be had. Are you Uh,
3: a white boy if you're you're half Persian? Question?
1: (laughs) I mean, if you can't answer that, Rob, then...
3: Yeah, I
2: guess I identify as white, but I'm I guess I'm more of a brown person. You certainly present as white outside. Yeah, I don't know that uh Yeah, I get to I get to reap in the benefits of the white privilege, so I will gladly
3: <laughs> But you also get to hide behind uh Persianity if you want to.
2: Yeah, great. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Very flexible. Welcome Ooh. to the Metal Injection Live Cast. It's play. all that swimming. Uh thank you for joining us. I do. Uh, Noah unfortunately could not be here today. Uh, Her her job awaits. But if you if you're missing Noah, she did join us this weekend for a a brand new Patreon bonus episode. We had a great time. We did a watch along of some of our old bits, and it's crazy to think how long ago some of these bits were. All of them, I think, were over a decade old, which is just where the fuck does the time go? Uh, We watched our parody of American Idol, Metal Idol, and we watched starring Sean.
3: Or at least Alan. In a supporting role. Yeah, Alan also.
2: We watched uh Metal Injection Not Live, our SNL parody, and we watched a Moscow Metal Minute Sketch, the last one that we did, I believe, the intervention, where Sasha sobers up and then mm. we intervene by making him do drugs again. And uh, we we lived, we laughed, we learned. <laughs> you could uh <laughs> you could join <laughs> in on the fun and, and uh we're putting it. Uh, get a bonus episode, two bonus episodes a month. You get video versions of the archives of all of our episodes for the last year. Plus, you get Sid's TV column all on our Patreon, patreon.com slash. Uh. Oh, how do oh, I type nine. that? <laughs> Let me try that again. Patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. That's, that's the jam. You got it? You got the burp?
3: Yes. The burp leads to a very, very uh, sketchy website. I wouldn't suggest <laughs> including the burp.
2: Uh, it's my That's my crypto coin. Belch oh, burp coin. Belch, uh, uh, coin. Belch, <laughs> belch coin, yeah. Uh, let's get our special guest yeah. in the room. A uh, big friend of the show. He's a lovely person. Dave. <laughs> hey. We have Dave Hill on the show with right. us today.
0: Oh, hey, guys. Hello. How are you? How's it going? Great. Excellent!
2: just ripping some I, I,
0: solos. Can we hear <laughs> something? Yeah, it's just... I don't know if it's loud enough. Just, let's see if I got any heat. We hear it. We hear it. You know, little, just a little heat.
1: It is right. convenient how your hands are just off camera.
0: I know it's not really believable. <laughs>
1: yes.
3: Play it like a
0: st- stand-up bass. I
3: was gonna say a lot of people, because you are such an accomplished uh, comedian and funny guy, when you oh, say I'm playing, kind. Uh, <laughs> when you say I'm playing the guitar and you and you bust out these jams, they'll think you are faking just because it's so odd for such a good comedian to also be a guitar virtuoso.
0: But that is virtuoso. you playing. So. It is me playing um virtuoso is maybe a bit strong but thank, i'll take it i'll take and, uh,
2: it i do want to mention uh dave you're here promoting your new movie you're yes. not just a musician not a comedian not just a man about town you're an actor as well the movie One is the, called, <laughs> the movie is called drunk bus yes and and uh you you really have to stretch in this movie you play devo ted and, and oh yeah you're you're a a pothead slash drug dealer. Yes. And, and if there's one thing I know about Dave Hill, is you've only smoked pot once, according to one of your essays, and it did not go well. Once. And you, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you never wanted to get. So was it was it a challenge to act as a stoner?
0: Um it it, it honestly was, because I think there is a scene in the movie where I'm smoking pot and also you know not to pull back the curtain on hollywood but this was you know i've been in a few movies you know no blockbusters but i've been in a few movies been on many tv shows and i thought well this is it uh this seems like they uh, there's a few million dollars floating around i'm gonna smoke pot i wonder how this is done And I was waiting for, like, some team of fake pot smoke handlers to rush onto the set. (laughs) And all we did was Charlie Tahan, who's one of the stars of the movie along with Pineapple Tangaroa, um, Charlie from the hit series Ozark, Ozark. of course, one of the best shows on TV or whatever you call when you watch stuff now. Um, Anyway... He was vaping, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, um, he was vaping constantly, or more than I vape, which is to say never, um, and... When it came time for me to pretend to be, I'm trying to make this story as long as possible. It's the biggest, I've already, I'm just working it out. Uh, Anyway. We have to wrap up uh,
3: now, Dave. We are just
0: about out of time. But all all that happened was like, okay, Dave, hey, can you just borrow Charlie's vape for the the pot smoking scene? I just, right before we started rolling, that's movie lingo, of course. Um, well, in
3: this case, you could be rolling.
0: Yeah, exactly. Roll that vape. i uh, He handed me his vape, and I just inhaled a bunch of the vape. And then when they said action, which is more movie lingo, <laughs> I just blew the, the vape all over the place.
2: Oh, see, I, that was one of my questions. Is
0: that like some advanced CGI? Did you
2: refuse to actually... but this is this is big i would have
0: smoked i i think at that point i honestly had had yet to smoke pot when we shot the hit movie drunk bus i think i smoked it shortly afterwards or something so i didn't really know that was that's when the craft comes in rob that's (laughs) when that was real acting i was like what do people i've seen smoke pot act like not I mean in in maybe in college or something you know I don't know how can I mean would you say uh as a pot smoker if I may be so bold yes
2: no I'm a cannabis connoisseur
0: would you say in the hit movie drunk bus would you say I was my acting was convincing as a a stoned person
2: Absolutely, and I feel the conversation you guys had about Devo was very much a stoned conversation. I don't want to. Oh wow, this
0: feels good. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I really had to dig deep, but then I then I did. Yeah, I tried marijuana shortly after that. So you've smoked it now twice. No, no, I've only smoked it once. I think when we did the movie, I had yet to smoke it.
2: Oh, I thought you wrote an essay about how, like, uh, in one of your in one of your hit. Selling books about how you were once past a joint and you thought it was a
0: cigarette and you took a puff. and, and uh, I really right about that? I that is something that ha- no, you're right, you're right, you're one thousand percent right. I accidentally smoked pot before that. Yeah, you're right, but <laughs> but this is your first intentional pot yeah, smoking. Yeah, first intentional all in. The other time I did it, the first time, accidentally. I thought it was just a hand-rolled cigarette when it was just a, I guess a spliff as it's called in the industry. Mm, yes. Um and I had already had about 75 drinks at this point, but right. I could still tell something that was like, "Oh, that wasn't a cigarette. That was something <laughs> else." It's I a funny thing. Like. Yeah, and
2: I I, I imagine, yeah. like I feel like if you were if you had that many drinks, it's not a good idea to smoke pot, especially as a as a you, you know, uh a novice
0: of, of the of the drug no, well yeah well as i probably told you maybe even on the show when i did sometime later smoke pot intentionally i smoked a joint i saw well, i had like four i was in jamaica as i think i told you and i and i drank about four red stripes then i smoked a joint and two bowls by myself and then I was like, okay, this is definitely high, this feeling I have right now. <laughs> and I just kind of hung out in my hotel room for like two hours waiting for the feeling to go away. <laughs> and then I just started drinking a ton of beer because I was like, I know what being drunk on beer is. I'm just going to focus on that, do what I know. And, uh, and then the next day I had such massive anxiety That I ran four miles barefoot on the beach just trying to run myself normal again. Did it work? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still anxious right now.
3: (laughs) Just the idea of being barefoot on the beach because of how the beaches are near where I live. I just imagined syringes and broken bottles and stuff.
0: Oh, no. So I had to cringe instinctively. Yeah. No, it was pretty, it was pretty, uh, you know, it was just like it was in the grill and it was every. All the beachfront where we were was just like one. It starts at one end with Club Hedonism 2. Ooh. Then it where uh, I got quite a glimpse of what was going on over there. You know, jump over some orgies? There's some orgies <laughs> happening. But as best I can tell, Club Hedonism 2. I cannot speak to Club Hedonism 1. The
1: sequels are never as good.
0: No, but... All it was, was, I think it was a bunch of people in their 50s and 60s going like, you know what, we made it this far, trying to, to stay in the lines of life, <laughs> let's get up to some fucking with whoever, whenever, however.
1: You didn't want a piece of that?
0: No, I did not. <laughs> not on any... Because, you know, you the thinking, the hope, you know, you think, well... You would at least hope that it's a bunch of attractive people just porking out in the open. Yeah, like not. maybe
1: Raquel Welch or something.
0: In her prime, yeah.
1: Well, no, uh, I mean, went in her fifties or sixties, but that's
0: as I said, prime. in her prime. In her prime, I would <laughs> yeah. today. I've actually thought about that. <laughs> not this, not Raquel's, Well, and I should—we're going down a path. Um,
2: <laughs> we don't need
0: to go down. I sure. should stay on brand. Drunk Bus is out right now. Yeah. It's a great movie, <laughs> and I pretend to smoke pot in it.
2: Uh, did you have any anxiety after smoking pot after Drunk Bus, or was that? How did you feel the next day after your 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 party pot?
0: After the fake, uh, I after when I pretended in Drunk Bus, was I anxious the next day? Is that the question? Well, did
2: did, did I misunderstand? Did you say after filming Drunk Bus you smoked pot?
0: No, no. When I oh, smoked okay. pot in Jamaica, that was after we finished. We wrapped, oh. as they say in the industry. Mm. I see. <laughs> uh, shooting on Hitman. hit so How long ago did you shoot this movie? Bus? A couple of years ago. Oh, I so mean, this was pre-pandemic. Pre-pandy. Yeah. I was no, going to ask you it.
3: because they just like kind of blithely handed you his vape as, yeah. for you to share mouths. And that now it makes
0: sense. Because no, it was, uh, this year. was a simpler time pre pre-pandy when you couldn't imagine what was coming around the bend (laughs) uh no it was uh yeah it was uh yeah because it took a while because it was supposed to debut at south by southwest in 2020 and that was you know as i'm sure you guys remember when they canceled that everyone's like oh this seems bad
2: yeah. Uh, I remember like, oh, these pussies just had to run the festival, which now in retrospect is
0: ridiculous, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. It would have been bad if they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch but, of
3: people saying stuff like that now, but I mean, I feel like like reasonable people were saying stuff like that back in uh, like March 2020,
0: you know? Oh, yeah. Going like, come on. It's <laughs> just going to... I mean, I thought... <laughs> I remember, I I was pretty, you know, when it first started, I was like, oh, there's gonna be like seven cases on the Upper West Side. <laughs> we'll hear about it, and then it'll be done. We'll be done. Whew. They'll have to close down Fairway for the afternoon. <laughs> That'll be it.
3: D'Agostino's <laughs> gonna be
0: closed. Oh, yeah. week.
1: never done. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: got I mean, it was as we as we all know, got worse than that. Drunk but now
2: you. When uh, uh, moving away from drug Bus a little, last time we talked, you were in Cleveland with your dad, and now uh, it looks like you're back in, in New York City.
0: I am. Yeah, the... from the looks of my, <laughs> this is the belly of the beast we're in right now. This is my office where many major decisions get made. Lives are bought and sold, and a lot of uh, there's a. Uh, it looks like I'm in a closet because there's all my girlfriend's clothes on this oh. side on like a hanger. Like one of those r- clothing racks. And then on this add- side is another closet that's been installed. And then everything out of frame is just guitars and pedals and, and my painting supplies. You know, because I'm oh. in the arts. <laughs> this is actually varnish. oh, cool. But whatever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was, I was going to ask if that was like your collected... Uh you know uh wardrobe pieces from the various uh, movies you've been in from
0: the hit movies yeah, no collection i've not kept despite my uh vast imdb page um i've kept very little from shoots that i've done i got i i was on at midnight m- many times of course on comedy central and somehow i stained my shirt and they gave me one of chris hardwick's shirts wow <laughs> To wear on the show it was a nice, like a, sort of a lilac Paul Smith shirt, and I wore it for the show, and uh, I re- I gave it to my friend Rob after the show because it did- I was too fat for it. Basically, I
3: was gonna ask what the fit was because he seems like a very slight. Uh... He's a
0: smaller guy. I mean, we're both ripped. Let's be clear, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a larger man than he is. But um, and then okay, so there's one shirt I got, and then i another i didn't I didn't realize that like when you get in show business when that you can just kind of take stuff a little more willy nilly than I realized, and then once I got hip to that i i I did take a couple shirts from one shoot and uh so there, but yeah i don't I don't really have a you, you know when I walk away from the game <laughs> uh, you uh, <laughs> my closet will not. It will show very little signs that I was at one of the kings of show business for a time. Well, we're talking decades from now, whenever that is.
2: <laughs> so now that you know, there's been op ads that New York is over; it's never coming back. I mean, you you're back, baby.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, how, I was gone. I was. It was a bit of a shock at first, you know, because we went. My girlfriend and I went back to her mom's house in this tiny little town. In Ohio, of about three thousand people, and we thought we would be there for like. two... I probably said this already on the sh- on the program, but we thought that we'd be there like a few weeks, and then we quickly realized maybe we should set up shop for a while. And we just had our apartment here just sitting empty, um, the whole time, and because uh, we were like, well, this would be over in a few more days, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, and I came back, and it took a couple weeks where I was like, oh, God, there's people everywhere. Because I would go weeks in Ohio where, like, no... I was never within 50 yards of any human for, like, two or three weeks at a time. So to be here, and, like, when I walk out my door, people are brunching 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> Just brunching. Mimosas. So I'm I'm kind of getting... I'm pretty used to it now. But um, I was kind of hoping... You know, they said New York was over. I hope. I was hoping we'd get rid of like the people that we all hate in New York, which is to say, the brunchers. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like the brunchers have kind of. Ex- they've grown. They just regenerate. They. They're more. They're here more than ever. But I know. I don't know. It seems like New York is come roaring back a yeah. little, almost i thought it would maybe be at least a little slower but it's like you can almost not really tell there was a pandemic other than yeah the, other than, other the, than all some, the stuff in the streets you know
2: yeah i've well and even today now all the today officially all the restrictions have been lifted because uh, apparently the state is at 70 percent vaccinated
0: yeah. so oh so we can now does that mean you can just walk in somewhere without a mask
2: uh, I believe it's up to the establishment
0: to the establishment. I'm, uh, I'm kind of into the masks. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I haven't even had a sniffle in well over a year. Yeah. And when you walk around with a mask on, you can kind of skulk around a bit more, you know? Being a Z-list celebrity, you can imagine what it's like just walking around without a mask <laughs> on all willy-nilly. I don't have to worry about that. When I have a mask on, um no, I kind of like I'm gonna keep wearing a mask, I think, just to avoid cold and flu it's I love not usually I'm sick like every three days, same
3: and, uh, and, and as said I said, you know, you can also just be antisocial and make faces at people and whatever and not ever be discovered, you know
1: yeah
0: yeah, you nice. can yeah you can and you don't have to worry about boogers. Ever do like oh do I have boogers? No one's gonna know.
1: I just reach right in there.
3: They don't yeah. know what I'm doing. No Maybe one's I'm gonna my know. Teeth.
0: Brush now, you your go ahead. Te- no. Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna say you don't have to worry about brushing your teeth, but you actually have to brush your teeth more. Yeah. Because with the mask on, you you bear the brunt of yeah. your poor hygiene.
1: It's definitely true
0: hard lesson i learned yeah
2: and i've learned that like oh i need i need to uh, i've learned since the pandemic started i'm better about it now oh my my goatee retains some some of the scent of of something that i may have eaten
0: you know (laughs) yeah a lot of idea you learn a lot about yourself i can't even i there's a few things i need to address first of all I really like the Danzig backgrounds, the Danzig-based <laughs> <Yeah>. backgrounds. <laughs> but And I'm sure you've where, – where is Noah? Noah is on a work
3: thing. She couldn't make it the
0: last what, few weeks. What the hell is that supposed to mean?
3: Her job is requiring her to be uh, um, uh, preoccupied during Tuesday nights.
0: All right. Be as vague as you want to be, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's She's about a- all I know.
0: She's most a producer
3: important.
2: on, uh, <laughs> on uh, Nikki Glaser's new podcast. So I think they're just launching it. So it's a bit.
0: A bit yeah, no, I know that. But I just, you know, she's one of the most, maybe the most important person in my life. <laughs> it's really the only reason I agreed to do this is because as much Ford. as I love you guys, you know, you know, my existence. It's pretty much based on when am I going to see Noah? Yeah. Well, you we'll can tell by the fact
1: that it took 25 minutes for you to realize she wasn't here.
0: No, it was. Uh. I was playing it cool. I was playing it cool. It works. No, I, I'm a big yeah. fan. I mean that just in a gentlemanly way, not in some perverted way where she needs to be concerned for her safety.
3: <laughs> well, she's, she's
1: in Arizona now, so... I, say she's
0: I know. Off. Well, I'm already... I've been furious about that for months. Yeah. I don't like when anyone leaves New York, even though I myself was gone for a year. I don't like anyone to ever leave New York. I take... Well, hungry. she she
2: was a bruncher, though, so that's one bruncher less in New York.
0: Thing is, I like a nice brunch. I guess... <laughs> I don't know. So I'm conflicted over the whole thing. No, I mean, no one enjoys brunch more than I do. I guess I don't like the people that screech and yell in the street when they're brunching. yes. You know, people that are there for the
2: unlimited mimosas. It's the, I the like, brunch is about food, not drinking.
0: Yeah, I like a nice hushed conversation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like this one. Yeah, just very, you know, just kind of just loud enough. <laughs> just, just about like that. You should. I've, I. You know, I'm from, I'm. I'm an old, old man, and I. You know, I'm a gen. I'm a Gen X guy, and we were raised to not talk, and just barely talk so any, anyone can hear you.
3: NPR voice, yeah, it's
0: just barely, it's just barely above a whisper. Well,
2: if I could use my NPR voice just to change topics for a, a quick moment, Good I want to mention I want to mention the new release from Danny Elfman, driven by primal forces seemingly beyond his control. Big mess. It's the new album. Marks Danny Elfman's first solo connection co- collection in more than thirty years, but it's no return to form clocking in at 18 tracks, the sprawling, ambitious double album finds the Grammy and Emmy Award-winning composer breaking bold new ground as both a writer and a performer dawning on a dystopian palette of distorted electric guitars, industrial synthesizers, and orchestra in an effort to exorcise the demons brought about by four years of creeping fascism and civil rot. Big mess. By Danny Elfman is out now. And the music videos are really cool.
0: Oh wow, you've sold me on it. I mean, I didn't need much selling because I'm a fan. But you just it's ticked you know. all my boxes.
2: So now you should check out the videos. They're actually really really wild, like surreal kind of art pieces.
0: And nice. I'm in.
2: It's good. It's good. But enough Danny Elfman. Let's talk about Drunk
0: Bus. The hit movie you, Drunk Bus, out now. The hit
2: movie Drunk Bus, do you see an MTV Movie Award nomination in your future for Best Drug Dealer or something like that?
0: You know, I hadn't thought about it until you said it out loud, but now I'm kind of like, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> being big. Yeah, I mean, the movie's getting great reviews, and I feel like, uh, you know, not to... I've been mentioned in some of the reviews as being, you know... The greatest actor of our time. Not they didn't use those words, but you know, I can read between the lines. I could see it. I could see it. I mean I don't know who I'm up against. Who else is dealing drugs in movies right now?
3: <laughs> when did Sicario come out? It's been a while, right? <laughs> yeah. They did a sequel. Oh really? Oh.
0: More so, Sicario or <laughs> Sicario two. Sicario or your
3: C- Sequelio.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I think I know that
1: guy.
0: <laughs> I hope now I'm counting. Now I got. I got to call. I got to make some calls. I better call be the up agent. for best drug dealer. <laughs> this is. I'm. I'm hoping this is my breakout role.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Like this. Is I don't see why all, not. All the big. Like you'll be in Fast
2: and the Furious Ten after
0: this. <laughs> I want to be in so much stuff that people are like, "Oh my God, why do they keep putting him in everything?" <laughs> And then they can stop, and then I'll just be like uh, a guy that you're like, wait, why? remember when he used to be in everything? And now he's, I'll be like, I don't want to name anyone that's not in stuff anymore. That would be mean.
1: I actually have a specific person in mind, but I won't name them either since you don't want to name anyone.
0: Yeah, no, this class classy show. Um, I do
1: have a couple of question, nerdy drunk bus questions, if you don't mind the press
0: junket
1: kind of situation. So the movie takes place. It's not filmed in Ohio, but it takes place in Ohio, and you are famously from Ohio. Did that famously. have anything to you to do with uh, you being cast in the movie? Or is that just a coincidence? I don't,
0: I don't think it had anything to do with it, but it was uh, one of the directors, Brandon Leganke, it was uh, directed by a duo, Brandon Leganke and John Carlucci. The movie is kind of is roughly based on Brandon's own life when he drove the drunk bus at Kent State. Oh, wow. And Pineapple Tangaroa in in the movie was his actual bodyguard in real life. Oh. And was brought on to consult on the movie, and then they were like, why don't you just play yourself in the movie?
1: So he'd never acted before?
0: He'd acted a little bit, but uh, it was, you know, it was, it, I think not on that, you know, because, you know, he acts acts the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. He does great. Um, wow. I don't think he'd been, you know, whether they just have you talking. A lead, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. In the link, if I can go rely on the showbiz lingo. Um, so, yeah, he used to. So I think it was originally going to be shot in Kent. And then somewhere along the line, we ended up shooting in Rochester instead because, because, as everyone knows, Rochester is the Kent of Upstate New York. I always thought it was Anyone Utica, but sure. It may, it may be Utica. Utica, beautiful though, beautiful now, Rochester. Did, did,
2: did you have to audition, or was the role written with, with you in mind? Because there's a that lot of. That's going to be Hill my next
1: question. Role.
0: I did not audition for the role. It was offered to me. Um, I think, you know, when you're making a movie or a TV show, you either want a Dave Hill type or you don't. (laughs) So I have auditioned for things and gotten roles that way, but my preference, as you can imagine, is when people say, Dave, we want you to play this pervert, this drug dealer, (laughs) this loser. Ah. And if you, there's the theme of most roles that I've played, on things is pretty much me with like $5,000 less money in the bank <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know I feel like your role in uh, Joe Parra talks with you was not a loser
0: no no that. but I think that was what kind a great of show. I think that's an amazing show I love that show and if anyone if Joe is listening <laughs> um, though I'm not sure I, I I'm not with the pandemic I'm not sure what's going on but uh but no, I think that was kind of potentially... I, well, I think they wrote that part for me, because this is what I learned, actually. When Joe was doing that show, I would see him, and I would say, Joe, who am I playing on the next season of your show? Every time I would see him, I'd be like, who am I playing? And then eventually, I think he was like, every time I see Dave, he says this, I better just... So I think they <laughs> pretty works? much wrote So I've been trying to do that more and more Whenever anyone, any of my friends have a show I say, like, who am I playing on that? I mean, It's. I think it's works. only worked That one time, to be honest So far but, um, No, wait, I did it again I did it on another show
1: What's the other um, show? Promote that one, too
0: I'm on the new season of Well, the debut season Of Girls 5 Eva oh. On Peacock, oh, which just oh, got oh, renewed Oh, you're watching... You haven't gotten my episode yet.
2: I haven't got... I, I've only watched, like, the first two two or three. It's good. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a really funny show. And when my that, my friend Meredith Scardino created that show, and it's a great show, and everyone should watch it, but I did say to her, um, how many characters am I going to play on this show? <laughs> um, and so I did. But that one I had to audition for, because, you know, that's an NBC... You know, you can't just go, uh, you know, they had to, they had to, you know, it had to, a, a 47 executives probably had to sign off on it. Wow. Well, I imagine. Or maybe they had, just, maybe they just told me that. I don't know.
2: And you, you did, your, your defined role in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was, was in fact
0: creep. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> also, I also th- auditioned for that one. <laughs> but that was when, when I got that role. I auditioned for that, and I've never been more confident in an audition. Whenever the, whenever the character is like Number is one. a pervert or something like that, and I'm going in for the audition, I'm just like, everyone else can go home. I got this. There's no... And I remember some of the other people that were auditioning that day, uh, some bold-faced names.
1: For the role of Creep?
0: For the, that same role. And I had to say, hey, you're great. Love you, big fan. Get out of here. It's mine. (laughs) And I got it. Because.
2: You do like a Walter White in Breaking Bad, like, stay out of my
0: (laughs) territory. Well, I think it's like the one time when, like, my low self-esteem pays off is when the role is actually some kind of loser. I'm like, well, I'm a loser. I can do this.
1: You're not a loser Dave you're a swell guy
0: no I mean, I know thank you I mean in my heart of hearts I know I'm a swell guy but you know there's a, there's a part part of me that you know uh, when, when I'm just saying I relate to the the creeps and the perverts and things Fair so enough. um and if I can if I can uh pay the bills doing that fine yeah. bring it on. I mean, this that you still get access to all the same snacks, all the craft service. Doesn't matter if you're playing like a pretty boy, or which I've never played, let's be clear. Oh, I guess I did on Joe Parrot Talks yeah. With You. I yeah. guess I did. You know what I, uh, on Joe Parrot Talks With You that I discovered, uh, and I can't, I mean, ever, there's, no sh- there's no show or movie I c- I've done where I would complain about any of the catering because it's all been wonderful, but on Joe Parrot Talks With You, I'd never had, have you ever had these um Smuckers peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Without that the are, crust? Yeah, and they're like fused together, and you just eat, they, they're like in a bag, and you take it out and you eat it, and it's like, they're amazing.
1: Huh. I don't I think have I ever have had them. that.
2: I was they always- had
0: them on on the the, sh- the set of Joe Perrot talks with you. That seems very lu- it seems pretty appropriate. my does. I'd finished my lunch, but I was sure to leave room because I was like, <laughs> I have to try that. This is this is <laughs> we've been the society has worked for this. <laughs> this is what the end game has been all along. Is uh, individually wrapped peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with no crust, and I, oh. they're amazing.
2: I was always skeptical about the bread. Like, I always felt like it was not necessarily that it wasn't real bread, but it was, you know, like very processed bread.
0: Well, I think you're pr- probably not wrong about that. But it's, uh, it may be very processed, but it's very delicious. If <laughs> you like peanut, from peanut butter, butter and jelly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you do, don't I want. I like
1: peanut butter
0: and How good? I mean, if you had like a rustic artisanal (laughs) peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It would probably be that, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: Yeah, I I guess really like a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich is on essentially Wonder Bread. Yeah. So it's the extension of that, minus the crust.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, you're really going to love these. I know what I'm going (laughs) to... Next time I see you, you know what I'm going to be packing. (laughs)
3: Use the promo code Dave Hill. Exactly.
0: Com. Oh, if the Smuckers people are listening, I've just been kind of getting on that gravy train of uh, being an influencer and all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm whatever you got. Anyone listening? What any product, whatever it is, send it my way. I'll promote it. I don't care what it is. Well, that's sold good me on the
1: Sandwiches. So,
0: what's that? You
1: sold me on the sandwiches. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got a thing the other day for a bidet, asking me if I wanted a bidet, and I already have one, so I didn't. I don't know what to do about it. I thought about maybe I should get rid of the bullshitty, because of course they said theirs was the best. So I was like, maybe I need to yank the bidet out of my house and get this new one. I don't know. I've already screwed up the pitch on this. (laughs) Um, Well, the first time I did it was in Japan. they you know they're pretty much all over the place there and it's the best and then i finally got one in my apartment a few years ago and sometimes i forget that i have it and then you go oh yeah just a sec
3: (laughs) (laughs) you go to reach for toilet paper first and then then
0: it hits you you do and then you're like oh yeah It is actually, um, now that I'm saying it, I I probably should get this other bidet endorsement happening. Uh, Um, it, it is really good because you do save, it's better for the environment, your butt is cleaner, and you don't spend as much money on toilet paper.
3: I do have a question for because I've never used a bidet. Um, so if you're someone that grew up in a toilet paper uh, culture, let's say. Sure. And you you make the transition to a bidet, do you at first use both? Like, do you use it and then wipe off with the toilet paper? Or is it like just um break?
0: Well, you, I still use interest of full disclosure. I'm just not there yet on... I still have to finish with a bit of toilet paper just for my own sanity
3: I think I would too.
0: um but and, and when you do finish though but just no quickly, pun intended
2: yeah is, is there anything left or has it all been cleaned it's just more of a cursory check
0: well the one I currently have is not electric it's not electric it's just water pressure and it does a great job but there can still be it's not 100% without you know if we can keep speaking as gentlemen but the ones in Japan I would use those and then wipe with the paper and then I would look at the paper out of curiosity and part of me would genuinely want to set the paper aside and let it dry out and use it for something else. Cause it was wow. so clean. I thought, well, this is perfectly good paper. I should <laughs> use this as a napkin later. Now I didn't let me be clear, but it, it did occur to me. So one day I'll get one of those like uh pro models. I have sort of like, you know, triple a bidet right now. I see. always That's need something
1: fair. to aspire to.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep Vision me, board. yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep my eye on the prize. Speaking of some bidets, more
1: I was watching an episode of House Hunters the other night, and the, the the families on these episodes are always weird, but this one woman, her number one thing for any place she was going to move into was it cannot have a bidet, which is very strange, but then later in the episode she explained it's because she has two small children, and they stayed at a place that had a bidet once, and the kids thought it was a bathtub, so they climbed in it. <laughs> so we cannot have a bidet because our kids are too dumb to. I was gonna say, could well, you just yeah. explain
3: to the kid what a bidet is? It seems
1: you would think, but no. I, Number one, I think just a, sh-
0: a short conversation of <laughs> "Don't climb in the toilet." Period. No matter what the allure might be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Instead, uh, we cannot it, move uh, into maybe, a place with a bidet. Maybe not.
1: But now you could try that, Dave, and maybe
0: that'll you know. Up but you know, you. it may have been a ratings grab. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, will you just make a uh, make some declaration about the days so we can court controversy?" <laughs> will yeah, you, like you just humiliate
3: opinions. your children on uh, national television?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, anything for a buck. <laughs> well, Dave, I think we have to let you go. You're a busy man. So busy so busy thank you guys for having me of course.
1: thank you thank
2: you for, you for tolerating
0: us. me all wow. these years
1: oh before That's you cool. go tell us about the playlist song you picked
0: oh um i picked uh infernal flame of destruction by Nifelheim from the hit album envoy of Luf- lucifer um i don't know why i picked i mean i do know why i picked that um I love Niflheim And they were the band I was most looking forward. They were coming to St. Vitus Mm. They were supposed to come in May 2020 I actually bought a ticket Well in advance Rather than pulling my usual You know Trying to scam my way in everywhere Using my Z-list celebrity (laughs) I actually like No I am so pumped for this show. I'm just going to buy a ticket like a goddamn animal. Yeah. Um, No, I buy tickets all the time. Let me be clear. Um, I was really looking forward to it. And then canceled, obviously. And then they canceled again. It was postponed by a year. Canceled again. And now they're supposed to play in Colbotten, or however you say it, Norway in August, and then outside of Stockholm in September. And part of me is like, I'm, I'm planning on going to Stockholm in September to see them as my, hopefully, what will be a celebration of post pandemic times. That's a my pretty, plan. That's a gift a pretty to good myself. Because yeah. I, I don't know where you guys stand on Nifelheim, but they do, they're just, they uh they're doing it right in my estimation have you guys yeah. seen them
2: i have not i have not
0: uh you haven't as as one of the world's foremost metal authorities <laughs> i not that's not even hyperbole rob <laughs> oh well explain I f- yourself Rob. <laughs> i mean i feel like it's weird that you haven't seen them well, I have to say,
2: before the pandemic, I all but retired from going to concerts. It was. It was
0: oh, that's very... true. Yeah, that's true. Which is the ultimate power move.
2: <laughs> that's exactly it. Uh, but now I'm very much looking. I'm. I, it's, I, I've talked about it on the show uh, last week. But, but like, I'm both looking forward to going to shows and still feeling like a bit of a hermit. Like three months ago, I was like, I'm gonna go to the first. Rock show I can go to. And Foo Fighters announced, and I was like, I'm
1: going to stay home.
0: That just seems, I mean, I know they're taking, they're making all these precautions, but it just seems like it's just going to be all sorts of saliva, just 20,000 miles, just spraying saliva all over Madison's. I'm not ready for that.
1: No, me neither.
0: Fast forward to. Sunday morning Dave I got a food fire show. Okay uh, uh, I'm I'm coming <laughs> Robin No I, I probably would I probably would go If someone was like If there was a thing Where like It was like a suite With like Free tacos Or something I would go <laughs>
1: You know you're Because then you Saliva that way
0: These yeah, are my conditions These are my terms Free tacos so, And then I'm so- there
2: anyone with uh msg box tickets uh dave hill is available
0: hit him up yeah i feel like when i was still on twitter if i were wanted to go something and all, all all avenues nothing worked out for me to somehow <laughs> go to a show i would somehow just put it out there and then the universe would bring so i'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, by having said it on on your show, that someone will be like, "We have tacos, Dave. We have a Foo Fighters ticket for you. Come with us." Well, we could happen. It's happened before. I mean, not that specific, but you know, in general, I feel like if you just put it out there,
1: speaking into existence.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, thank right. you guys for having me. Thank you. I hope I haven't- I hope this hasn't- I hope the ratings haven't taken a hit by having me on. They're through the roof now. Always worry. I'm always worried. <laughs> that this but, uh, is the low self-esteem again. That's you nice know, <laughs> kinda... Yeah,
1: see? You gotta stop eating yourself up.
0: I know! Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to sort it out. You know, I started taking mushrooms. I'm, I'm actually on mushrooms right now.
2: Wow. Are you seriously? You're micro buried
0: the lead, yeah. I am. How's it working? It's good. I recommend it.
2: Where'd you get them? Can't <laughs> you can't say, guy?
0: man. I got a guy.
2: <laughs> so is it, it, it's, so it's, it's like a pill? Is it like in a.
0: I've done it in some where you're just eating it as a powder, and then I've had it where it's like put inside capsules. But it'll capsules be in, in, a, in a few years, it'll be completely normal and everywhere and legal. Yeah, I've considered it. I, I totally understand
2: the benefits of just doing a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's sub-perceptual, as they say. Mm-hmm. You Interesting. Don't, we'll have, you don't feel anything.
2: We'll have to talk more about it offline. Yeah.
0: See, see I, now <laughs> I've gotten myself invited back already. <laughs> in the meantime, everyone see Drunk Bus yes. in theaters and on demand right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, so I'm always staying on brand.
2: Thank you. The movie is Drunk Bus. The actor is comedian Dave Hill. He also... Uh, is affiliated but not in a, a very funny and wonderful black metal band called witch taint uh worth checking out so that's yeah dave.
0: record witch taint record release september 2nd at mercury yeah. lounge
2: nice. oh it's my it's birthday. birthday thanks for throwing a birthday party for me
0: exactly why do you think we're doing <laughs> it? they're doing it
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right dave we'll let you go
2: thank you so much. all right much. Thanks, thanks you guys
0: great up. to Bye. see you please give my best to noah we will I
1: probably will. not do that, but sure. <laughs> <No>. okay,
3: well, <laughs> you're gonna show Bye. up
0: at her door and give it to her. yourself yeah. uh, no, 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 Crash. no. Come on, he's, he's not going to All right, thanks, guys. See ya. Right, keep up the.
1: Oh, no. Boom, you're
2: out of
0: here. <laughs> you know
1: what do you wanted to us to keep yeah, up? the good work, probably.
3: Keep up the Danzig backgrounds.
1: Yeah, that's right. Keep them up all the time. Synonymous. Good
3: work in Danzig backgrounds. Same thing. No, he's he is famous for moving heavy bricks around.
2: <laughs> uh, did we discuss how Danzig and his girlfriend are no longer an item?
3: Yeah, we ex- dis- ex- definitely discussed it. I can't remember if it was on the air or not. I think it was yeah, off air, was like, yeah, cause she recently did a q and a
2: again. and I think I think we've uh, talked about how uh you know, she did that q and a a few months ago where she essentially like outed him as like watching real housewives with her and that she never actually listened to misfits. And she got like really upset and messaged me like, I'm going to sue you. Take that down. It's like, this is public information. You know? So you never like, took it
1: down. down and she never sued you? Correct.
2: There was nothing to sue nice. over. Uh, I might've just jinxed myself in a lawsuit's coming tomorrow, oh, but no. I don't, I don't think she has much of a case to stand on, but, uh, so, like, she did another q and a recently. and so, I want to point out before that, uh, me and I, I have a friend who uh, we're Danzig obsessives, let's say we is it, we is it Dave Hill? Uh, no, 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 we gossip about Danzig. And so we were talking about how, like, Oh, she hasn't mentioned him in her stories in a while. Uh, like how how I wanna clarify, we're not Danzig obsessive, we're Danzig meme obsessive.
1: That's what we're, like we're we're into the, like Yeah, you so, don't actually like any of his music.
2: I I, <laughs> I love that first album. Like that first album is my favorite, one of my all time favorites. Twist of Kane, one of the top hard rock songs of all time. As far as I like Danzig Three is my favorite album. Oh, I always Black go back to the or... first one. Yeah, no, it's very good as well. But uh, so we were just talking about how like she's been going on vacations with her gal pals and it's like, oh, it looks like they might not be together. So she confirmed it in a QA and a last week. Somebody just asked, are you letters? Are you <laughs> still with your BF? And
3: she responded, that ship has sailed months ago. And then she did a wave. Oh, that sounds almost antagonistic. Rather than mm-hmm. she could have given a more political answer, you know.
2: Right. Well, I, I it does seem like they had a falling out, and I'm, I I have an inkling of suspicion that, it, that I might have been partially responsible oh, just for no. writing that stuff. So, but I mean, look, I didn't. She's the one that put it out there. I didn't put yeah. that I didn't force her to. Uh, you just gave it legs. Yeah, And then so, someone uh, someone just asked Single or married And she said single and ready to mingle Then she uh, says
3: but no seriously I'm not ready to mingle Like right after that right And then she goes kidding single But have someone I'm mingling slash dating Oh I got it wrong sorry I thought she said single but I'm not mingling
1: but- Look for and her in to- the background of new Vince Neal cameos
3: <laughs> Vince Neal suddenly shows up on Instagram Wrapping presents uh- <laughs>
2: Uh, someone asked, why did you and Danzig break up? Very point blank. And she did the emoji of like the zipper zipper mouth. Like my mouth is shut. My mouth is zipped. And then also she teased uh, launching an OnlyFans page.
1: Oh, God, really?
2: A Jerry OnlyFans page.
1: Uh. <laughs> wow. Do you think there'll be any uh, old videos of her and Glenn? or is it like her and Franz ah. just to make Glenn jealous?
2: Ah, I don't think Franz is her type. I I assume
1: it's probably going to be her doing being a
2: a solo at, exhibitionist.
3: How do you know what her type is?
2: Uh Danzig is her type.
3: But she probably no not. Them. Yeah. yeah. Not. She might be she might have been going against type. Mm.
2: That's fair. I've only seen one of her boyfriends, so
3: you're right. She's with John Popper of Blues Traveler now. Oh, is that pre staple stomach or post?
1: Well, I which is he which one is he now? Uh
3: I don't know. <laughs> well at some point he had it done and he got real thin, but I don't but know. But you could that's... bust
1: those staples though.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know if that's he's still thin or not. I
1: can't imagine he held the staples through the pandemic. I think yeah. Popper must
3: have popped them. Does he have an Instagram, Rob? Let's see
1: how John Popper's doing.
3: Let's see if he popped those those staples on the John. You have a vest full
1: of harmonicas still? What's going on? <laughs> this motherfucker. He has a Facebook
2: and a <laughs> Tumblr?
1: <laughs> hey, <yeah>. oh,
2: <laughs> I mean, it looks like he's doing okay. He's yep. f- it's not... Yeah, it's not like... Uh-
1: I haven't seen this man in 20 years So whatever you're about to show me Is going to be very jarring
2: Well this photo is from 10 years ago So actually it's probably not the. I guess his Facebook isn't that updated Oh
1: no Is there trouble in Popper
3: Paradise? Too many jalapeno poppers (laughs) There's
2: just There's no new images of him it looks like
3: Wow What about just on Google image search?
2: Yeah I mean I could show that But like It's hard to date
3: I'm sure he
1: is Oh
3: <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh, that seems new because he looks old. It's creepy. Oh, that says 2017. Oh. He looks yeah. like
1: deranged Quentin Tarantino. Like if <laughs> Quentin Tarantino drowned and then they like dug drug up his body. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. And also to describe someone as deranged Tarantino, I feel like is probably overdoing it because you could just say Tarantino. Yeah, it's redundant. Yeah.
3: Oh, he was man. one of those classic people that look better fat, I would say, like John Goodman. <laughs> yeah I think John Goodman looks great it. now. He looks healthier, but I just think yeah. it, it doesn't work as well his aesthetic I, like. I think I think you get used to it pretty quick like see look here he looks fine
2: yeah, but, but just this, have, it, that feels old you you just have a you just have like a no, this is recent this is from Roseanne
3: oh, okay. Well, no, How I think there, it? but I think there are other people who do lose a copious amount of weight and look way better. I feel like um, Jonah Hill is one, I think. Mm. But. Definitely
1: looks less like Divine now. <laughs>
2: it's, it's weird because, like, his oh, body.
1: That's creepy. not a
3: good picture. But
1: that one was uh, creepy. He's like bleach blonde hair. Who does he
3: remind me of in that one? He looks like those uh, like people who do the big head thing on TikTok, where they just uh, <laughs> like, oh, that, that's looking normal. Looks like a normal person. Yeah, those. I, yeah, women. I always, I, I, always felt like he looked
2: pretty normal. Like he didn't look that bad for a, a chubby guy. But I, I could he, see how he was insecure about it. He,
3: he made a mistake I often made when he was heavier, which was to have a full beard, which does not look good. Just like a hairy bowling ball.
1: <laughs> like Rob's nuts that's another,
3: that's another thing I wanted to mention I didn't get to slip it in while Dave was here oh he was, hello Harry Bowling when, he was, when he was talking about masks um, I was going to say one thing you have to keep your Rob you said you have to keep your beard in check because of food odors but also like wearing a mask with an unkempt beard makes the unkempt beard look a billion times worse it just looks like everything is growing out of your mask mm.
0: Like like
3: hairy vines that are coming out of your face. I have a friend that, you know, Rob, that, oh, I actually told a story about him on here recently where he said some inappropriate things at a softball game. Mm. Uh, But he has, he has that thing going on. He's got the mask and then he's got, you know, just disgusting beard hairs coming out everywhere. (laughs) It's very frightening. He doesn't
1: try to like tuck them in.
3: I don't think he gives one second's thought to his appearance (laughs) of any kind.
1: He could like trim around the mask.
3: Yeah, I mean, like sure. You could. Clippers? You could just. I would just say get rid of it. It doesn't look good even without the mask. But the mask just makes it look a billion times worse. Would you feel comfortable telling him that or no? Um, I wouldn't say uncomfortable. I would say I'm not enough of a close friend to bother. But I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't feel socially okay. awkward okay. to say. It.
2: Well, speaking of awkward. I do want to mention, you know, we ragged on Vince Neil uh, a few weeks ago for just being like, oh, I'm sorry, my voice is shot, guys.
3: (laughs) Although it was more like, hey, I'm sorry, my voice is shot, guys. Uh,
2: Well, uh, I guess he did not like... uh, the attention that he got after his first show oh, nice. so he has now canceled his second oh. show back which was going to be in New York City which when i learned i was like oh my god i would have I would have gone to this train wreck
3: wow <laughs> when Both was it going to be you could go to and you'd to, to
1: that one
2: <laughs> yeah if i had to pick between you know a great foo fighter show or a not good <laughs> Vince neil solo show
1: kind of more interesting. It
2: just says June 18th in New York.
1: That's in three days. Where Um, is it in New York? Venue pending. They're still trying to (laughs) hammer out the details. Is it just him performing or is it just uh, like a bill?
2: It's uh, Batavia Downs. Have you heard of this venue?
1: No. Where Where is is it? it?
2: Is
1: that upstate?
2: It's
3: like Suffolk County. Or
2: it's in Batavia, New York. <laughs> of course, I think that's upstate.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. Really near here, isn't it?
2: No oh, way. it's it's like it's in Buffalo. It's by yeah. the yeah. So way too far. No, I wouldn't have gotten to that. Uh, but I just imagine, like, either he was going to say no cell phones, which that's a whole headache for the venue, or just fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And also, I'm sure maybe you know these fucking. Motley Crue tickets for next year are expensive. <laughs> so expensive. And, it makes you choke. Yeah. It makes me choke. They're expensive. And I could see some of his handlers being like, hey, uh, you're kind of devaluing these expensive tickets by like showing how not good you are.
1: <laughs> it's not like it's just them on the bill. It's like a star-studded bill, isn't it? Isn't it like yeah, oh, okay. Jeff yeah. Leopard and Joan Jett and who else? It's Another band, Yeah.
2: Yes, they are the fourth on a four on a stacked four thing bill, but the whole thing is it's a motley crew reunion. So yeah. you want to you want it to look good. You want you want the reunion to seem valid like tickets are the cheapest tickets I remember. Like for the
3: worst seats are like one hundred and twenty dollars. But at some point you're asking the impossible. I feel like because like you want it to sound good, but he can't do it. Like he yeah. can't sing anymore.
1: Yeah,
2: I agree. Yeah, it's can weird. Mickey
3: Six sing?
1: Can you just do that and then Vince Neil just hops around a little bit?
3: Can they put a microphone next to uh, Mick Mars' creaky wheelchair that he rolls <laughs> around in?
1: Just put it next to his heart monitor. <laughs>
3: like still every still- song could be
1: Kickstart My Heart. <laughs> those still, still sound beeps. better than Vince Neil. Yeah. Wagga! <laughs> like they really mean it now when they sing those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
3: <laughs> Girls, 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 coming in to change my bedpan. <laughs> and it's just girls, about nurses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's the one I call the urologist. He's the one that puts the tube in. <laughs> oh, my God. This could be a cottage
1: industry of just reworking Motley Crue songs to reflect their current life situation. Cause I'm alive, barely alive now. <laughs> Shout at the waiter! Shout, Shout out at something. the waiter!
3: <laughs> I don't remember ordering this with hair in it.
1: It's your own hair, <laughs> Mister Neal. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs>
3: Hairs in your soup—they come every year. <laughs> I'm on my way to the nursing <laughs> ho. <hole. laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm trying to, I can't, I can't work it, but like Ooh. I want to do like, like live wire, but lactose intolerant because <laughs> I'm lactose lactose <laughs>
3: intolerant. Da, 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 da. But, uh, sure.
2: <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> but I wish Vince Neil well With his dieting And getting back into shape And desire to make more money
3: Well yeah no, I don't begrudge him making lots of money He's popular you know Motley is a good band And it's time It's just the kind of comical That he's like staying around trying to do it But if people want to pay for it Go for it Maybe he should, like, has he been touring, other than COVID, like, touring this whole time? Maybe he needs to just give his voice a break and come back in, like, three years, you know? Because that happened with James Hetfield. I feel like his voice sounded like shit, like, around 2010 or so. Like, absolute shit.
2: They changed their tuning, too, to accommodate his voice. Oh, is that right? I didn't even know that. It's very common for older bit like Megadeth change their tuning. I mean, talk about a voice that was shot. Yeah. Mm. Well, it still is shot. Maybe think, you know the year off uh,
3: <laughs> will help. I mean, James Hetfield when they were touring for that that last album was sounded great. Like I saw him in live. I saw everything sounded great. The whole, the whole experience was great. So, but before that, it was it sounded like trash. I was shocked. I thought it was good. I was racing for it to be bad.
2: I thought you said you were racing for it to be bad.
3: Like, oh, it better be bad. <laughs> no, I wanted. To, I, I love you know. Part of me, even though there's a lot of douchey uh, peaks and valleys on their history, but I, I'm still a huge Metallica fan.
2: Oh yeah, and, and also, I'm and still Megadeth. a big Megadeth fan. Yeah,
3: but I feel Ma- Metallica has done good material in the past you know 20 years I don't know that Megadeth has Hmm. I liked some of the stuff on 13 so, yeah, I agree some some stuff like there's like there's maybe, some tracks there's like two or three good songs on each of these newer albums I,
2: I do remember on the last album we did like a uh, when it came out like three or four years ago mm-hmm. uh, we did like a listen listen along and, and you pointed out how he's like reusing riffs Mm-hmm. From previous albums
3: yep they took a red led zeppelin riff too i think if i remember correctly do you think he even realizes t- no i i don't th- i think he's such a he's so into himself that he wouldn't want to like consciously steal riffs yeah i think he's too proud of his musicianship but i think he's definitely doing it subconsciously although he did make a song Uh, which was just like lines from all his other songs. I don't know if you know that. It's on actually one of the old, old albums called Victory, which is like all the lyrics are song titles of Megadeth songs. It's like waking up dead, the skull beneath the skin, and I just survived by the skin of my teeth and shit like that, you know, and they don't make sense together either. (laughs) He just had writers, writers block that that week. (laughs) That's some balls to write a song composed
1: of a quilt of all your other songs. He probably did interviews where he said that there's like some deeper meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And he was always planning on doing that. And that's why he named those songs, those things. But really, he probably just had writer's block and was like, let me look at my old albums and just
3: (laughs) couple together some phrases. It's the it's the lost of music. (laughs) (laughs) This means something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. It'll all make sense when we put out our 40th album. Just keep buying them until then.
3: (laughs) Trust me. You should really work for Megadeth, seriously. (laughs) Although you'd probably get fired and accused of your mother not making authentic cuisine for her ethnicity.
1: It's actually true with her. (laughs) So I could not begrudge Dave that criticism if he leveled it.
2: Uh, I posted something this weekend. I shared this in the Discord, which, by the way, we do have Mm. a Discord chat. Uh, I don't mention this enough on the podcast. Please talk to us, chat with us, hang out with us throughout the week. All three of us hang out in the chat. Noah pops in occasionally, and uh, we'd love to chat with you. And uh, occasionally I throw in some behind-the-scenes stuff. And uh, I posted something over the weekend about uh, an old story that Dave wrote Uh, or uh, an old interview that Dave gave where he talked about all the drugs that all the coke specifically (laughs) Megadeth did on Rust and Peace and the first response on the post let me just take a drink here the first response on the post was a comment from the official Nick Menza Facebook page, uh, where it said very misleading headline. It's not how much Coke Megadeth did; it's how much Coke Dave did. Marty and Nick were as sober as can be, and a lot of the responses were like, eh, "Aren't you dead?"
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not Nick Menza commenting; it's someone it's his mom. from his family. But it in is the article. really
3: I thought it was just someone who made their name Nick Menza though. I no, mean, no, no, it's, no, it's really the actual weird. Nick Menza page. Uh
2: but uh it the, the thing is in the story, Dave very much says that all of them are doing coke. Now, has yes. Dave been proven to be a liar in the past?
3: Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought are that you? was I didn't realize that was rhetorical. <laughs> I thought I was answering the uh, question here on the game show. Uh, uh
2: yeah. Uh, did you uh, also? In the... Oh. <laughs> uh it's in a bit more comic news. Uh, I don't know if you saw this story about how, in an episode of a animated series, uh, Harley Quinn for HBO oh, yeah. Max, there was apparently a scene where Batman was giving uh, Catwoman cunnilingus and uh, ale- allegedly DC blocked it. And when uh, the, st- the story was like the DC said, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. Heroes don't do that. And then the show creators went, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? And they were like, no,
3: do not what it means, right?
2: Yeah, it's how we sell computer, consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone.
1: It's a di- different kind of
3: toy. Yeah. It's still a toy, though. Just get it on a different website. So Batman's like Uncle Junior Soprano. <laughs> or Joe
1: Pesci.
2: How <laughs> does Joe Pesci not eat the, eat the...
3: Yeah. Disgraced
1: comedian Louis C.K. had a funny story about uh, Joe Pesci. Telling him you should never go down on a woman, and that's disgusting to do.
2: Hmm. Well, I guess that man agrees. Yeah. But I just think it's so silly, and
3: also I feel like uh, I could see it though. Bruce Wayne, you know, rich guy, he doesn't have to go down on women. Yeah, I mean, it's probably accurate, but I don't think that was their complaint, though. That wasn't like. Yeah, the that resolution. was a incentive of there. Yeah. But um, I feel like that's just silly because isn't like. What made superheroes blow up a superhero like culture was the fact that they have normal lives and they're like flawed people. Like when it was Superman, like the Alexander Salkind movies, you know, and it was like, oh, it's just a comic book, one dimensional hero. It was fucking boring. But like once, you know, Dark Knight and all that stuff, like I feel like that makes it more relatable. So why couldn't he,
1: you know. And especially, I haven't seen the Harley Quinn show, but from what I gather, it's like a pretty like down and dirty kind of irreverent show. So it seems like for that kind of show, it's sort of like an animated Deadpool kind of approach. So like, it seems like it would make sense for that. Oh, it's funny. Like, like... yeah.
2: Yeah, it's very, It's very meta.
1: Weird. Good job, DC. Getting some goodwill. Your nonsense. Well, they're not Do getting to right like, head. <laughs> is this going to, you know, signal curtains for the show? Like if the creators behind it are outing the parent company about this kind of thing and making them look bad?
2: Well, the the context of the quote was more in just that they actually give them a lot of creative freedom. But they were just putting out like, oh, like, like this is the, the one thing that they. Yeah. Like this is the limit of it. But otherwise, we're pretty, you know, we can't have Batman. <laughs> uh going down on Calwan, but huh. for the most part we can do anything else. Okay. That's kind of what the context of the quote is.
1: But for people like me and the Nick Mensa fan page who only read the headlines, it sort of appears that they're shitting on DC.
3: How like, graphic was the scene? Like was the nudity or is it just like a sh- Well sh- it soundtrack?
1: never happened. They didn't let them
3: I mean in theory though. Like what were they supposed to you know we're watching a porn scene here?
2: Watching a ball <laughs> scene. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think uh, she was. Wa- I think I believe Harley Quinn walks in on Batman, eating her out. So it's not. It's like she disrupts them. So I'm guessing it would. It would have ended. Well, that's that's general interest
3: news. Is and that then, how you uh, have it
1: bookmarked? It's in your <laughs> yeah. general
3: interest folder. It was in his conolingus folder. Oh. But he moved it over
2: uh so there's also the story that cm punk shared oh yeah let me talk that seems very random
3: he was going down on uh Catwoman, cat woman almost Quinn
2: walked in and vince McMahon said no you can't do that i got toys
3: to sell it's only action figures damn it
2: uh no that's not it but uh he was talking about how he was hanging out uh, or sleeping at the home Of Lars from Rancid Lars Fredrickson
1: So already very random Yeah well but I, I
2: already did know they were friends Because oh, really? Lars is a, is a big Wrestling dork and he Was all about CM Punk even before He knew CM Punk he was, huh. uh, uh, And then I'm assuming that's how They became friends through you know their mutual Respect for each other And he said uh, So he tells the story and it, it it Does not go where you think it would go He goes, there's this one time, see, this is CM Punk talking. There's this one time I was sleeping upstairs in Lars's house, not Earl Ulrich from Rancid. (laughs) Lars Aldridge. (laughs) Uh, I like to sleep, ladies and gentlemen. To this day, if I don't have to get up and do anything, I don't get to set an alarm. I'm a free spirit. You know what I mean? I don't got planes to catch.
1: I did a whole lifetime of that. So I just sleep till I wake up. At your friends' houses, though? Like, you come over to sleep on your friends' bed? (laughs) What? That's... (sighs) Maybe that explains
3: why he got knocked out in 23 seconds in the MMA. (laughs) just wanted to sleep a little
1: bit. (laughs) He was actually fine, but he's like, oh, this ring is actually quite comfortable.
2: (laughs) He goes, and I was doing that at Lars's. I woke up because somebody had jumped on top of me while I was sleeping, and as I wake up and turn around, I'm like... It's Robin Williams. (laughs) It's fucking Robin Williams, he says. And uh, he continues, this is the first time I've ever met Robin Williams. And I think the story goes, he was just like, oh, the wrestler, he's sleeping upstairs right now. Lars was like yeah And Robin being who Robin is Is like fuck yeah Let's Jimmy Sumer fly snook of the motherfucker So he runs up And he splashes me in the bed I wake up and I immediately think it's Lars So I just start charging after him Halfway through running down the stairs I'm like I'm pretty sure that's Robin Williams But I don't give a fuck I'm going to get this motherfucker now I half ass tackle him up And I'm airplane spinning Robin Williams uh i just put him down and he's like i gotta go and he just fucks off and runs away here's the thing about the story that that i don't think that it hasn't been explained how the
1: fuck does robin williams know lars from rancid yeah none of it, it makes sense i guess they're both from san francisco so maybe all famous san franciscans hang out like that's the only thing i could
3: I prefer to think yes. of it as Robin Williams just has so much energy that he goes to random people's houses and does his like improv comedy, <laughs> and one of them happened to be Lars Frederickson. He just showed up at his door. By the way, when you say Lars Frederickson, I keep thinking of uh Lance Henrickson.
1: Yes. For some reason.
3: <laughs> he was also there.
1: He was in the bathroom though.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So well, you know, a quick Google search really answers. Uh, there's just, there's an article in the BBC from 2014, right after he died of people sharing random, uh, interactions with him. And in it, uh, they said that, uh, some, a a third party, not Lars says that he ran into, uh, Robin Williams at Lars's tattoo shop in New York city. So maybe that maybe that's he came even for more tattoo. random.
3: Yeah. Where does Robin Williams get a tattoo with all that hair?
1: Right. Imagine <laughs> this think... wasn't even Robin Williams. Like Lars was just like drunk that day and thought this guy looked like Robin Williams. So he's like, come over to my place in San Francisco. I'll let you assault my friends while they sleep. <laughs> and was just like some random hairy dude.
3: He looks just a dude that looks like Robin Williams. Yeah, it so happened two helpful. years
1: ago. They just forgot that, like Robin Williams had been dead for seven years. Like, oh, <laughs> here, he's back. Cool. <laughs> I'd believe that if that was it was just mistaken identity.
3: It's hey, a dumb wrestler
1: <laughs> and a dumb guy from an old punk rock band. He's probably also got some brain damage going on. What, what do on, you what think, else? Rob? Was it really Robin so. Williams or is this false? Yeah, I think it was fake
2: news. I think it was. I think they're, they're friends. Him and Lars are friends. Very strange. They're, they're big on the punk rock. Yeah, I guess. Or they were friends, R.I.P. alleged. Oh, yeah. Sad. Still bumps me out that he's dead, but I mean, I guess it was his choice.
3: Yeah. Sure. Well, his life was so intolerable that he ended it. So I mean, I'm sure yeah. he didn't, didn't really want to die, but it was like the least bad option. He was losing his mind. Sad. That terrifies me. Like like I feel like one of the things I love about myself is like my my brain and my brain capacity. If that started to go away, I would freak out, you know.
1: I just hope that if that happened to me, it, went, it happened in a way where, like, the part that left was the part that would have me realize that my brain capacity was leaving. So it would be right. everyone else's problem and not mine.
3: That is ideal, but I feel like it almost never – I never hear of it happening that way, let's say. Yeah. And it's like you you lose little parts of yourself. You remember enough, like, to make it painful that you can't Ugh. have the whole picture, you know? Awful.
1: I just hope by the time we're that age that all that shit is cured.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I keep know, telling myself. There is a good advancement in that area, you know. Yeah. Like researching drugs and stuff. So. But... Got to take some of that mushroom powder like Dave Hill. Yeah. Fix your right up. I happen to be lucky to have uh longevity in my family. I don't want this clip to come back if I oh, die no. like, in a week or something. But... in memoriam real. I had two Odds that died at 102 and 104. God damn. And another one that died at 97. So, awkward.
2: I don't know if I want to last that long. I mean, part of me does, but. I definitely do. I don't want to last till,
3: like, 300 probably. Because then you've seen everything and maybe the world is boring. But I want to live as long as I humanly can without, you know, within reason. If I could live to 125, I think that'd be great.
2: But how comfortable are you going to be from 115 to 125? You know? Well,
3: that's the balance of the scales. You know what I mean? Like if I am get to that point or a certain age where I'm suffering, then you do a Robin Williams and you're like, well, this is intolerable. So it outweighs the benefits of being alive, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, we're talking ideally, like it's a hypothetical. If I could live relatively comfortably as an old man, I would, I would never. I don't ever want to die. You know, put me in the cryo chamber.
2: I'm just, I'm just waiting for the moment where I get the okay to do heroin. Like, Rob, you got six months to live. I was like, great,
3: six months of heroin use. Let's go. Really? Is that what you'd first thing you pull out is the needle? No. Uh,
2: I wouldn't pull it out. I'd probably get
3: a nurse to do it for me. I feel like you'd sleep through most of your last six months. Like, yeah. it's such a weird drug. Sounds game. great. <laughs> I kind of like CM Punk over here. Yeah. Just let's sleep. Someone should hook him on heroin. That's the next phase of his career. Imagine he, he becomes a heroin addict and he just somehow like starts winning MMA matches. <laughs> for some reason me or Sam Punk? Sam Punk, but you <laughs> too. Why not? If this was the missing ingredient. You wouldn't think. You'd think he'd just nap in the ring, but Or maybe like get co- make the match coincide with when he's fiending, like he comes down off the high <laughs> and he needs heroin. <laughs> and you tell them that guy in the other corner has heroin.
2: Well, I think at this point we could uh, start winding it down. And I want to mention, you know, we, met, we talked about the Spotify playlist. Every week uh, we each pick a song and we throw it on our playlist. We call it the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, this, you know, Dave already picked his song. He already talked about it, and uh, I picked an old classic from the Red Good, mm. the Red Cord, "Fixation on Plastics," from clients. I recently revisited it and remembered how much I enjoy the album. So I wanted to share it with the live cast stars, and that was my
3: pick. What did what did you pick, Darren? I picked uh, Symphony 2000 by EPMD and Method Man and Red Man. Nice. So I was in the mood for some old school hip hop.
1: Very
2: nice. Those,
3: those are three of my favorite acts ever.
2: And Sydney, what
3: did you pick? Um. Well,
1: in honor of Dave Hill and the Drunk Bus film, in the movie he plays a guy who's obsessed with the band Devo and he even quotes the song Freedom of Choice. So I picked Freedom of Choice by Devo. Mm. Great song
2: And us not Whip
1: It No, come on Even in the movie they say that Devo fans hate When the only song you know by Devo is Whip It
3: Sure It's true
2: I, it's I like feel, I feel had like, like said, I, need to, I need to get into more Devo Hell yeah Band up my alley Oh, and I'm scrolling through Facebook And there's an ad for Devo playing Radio City Music Hall September 21st
1: Oh yeah you going to go?
2: I'm over shows.
1: <laughs> by then you will be. Again.
2: Yeah, by then for sure. thought Not you were the fiending sh-
1: to go to shows. That'll yeah, last for like September. three
2: weeks. Yeah, I'll go to two or three shows. I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. I remember why I stopped. Yeah. The end of it. <laughs> Standing for how long? <laughs> uh, okay, so we got to all of our music break choices. I, what about
3: Dave? Oh, well, he said yeah. it earlier.
2: He yeah. said it. He picked it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so quick reminder again about the Patreon. If you want a little more Metal Injection Livecast in your life, if you want to see what Noah's looking like nowadays, you can, you can <laughs> check out our Patreon. Patreon.com. <laughs> Patreon.com oh. yeah. Patreon. <laughs> slash Metal Injection Livecast. Five bucks a month gets you all the bonus episodes, including the watch-along we talked about earlier. Uh, at the top of the month, we did a watch-along of the terrible new Kiss movie. We it's have, not a
1: new movie, it's older than most oh, of us
2: You're right, <laughs> a sure terrible old Kiss movie
1: Yeah, uh, And we've done a ton of watch-alongs
2: and, and, and great Bonus episodes in the past Some great other bonus episodes That I really liked is when we do our live cast Hall of Fame Where we induct Various memes like uh The uh, Queen of Vagina, we did and a whole guy- episode Troke guy we did a whole episode on mike francesa we went back and explored the origins of Shlomo.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: lots of fun stuff in the patreon we hope you can join us in there and we hope you can join us next week until then i want to give you a little kissy goodbye
1: wait there you gotta do the us. shout outs oh the shout out outs what's wrong with you oh my god fucking ripoff artist over here
3: <sighs> taking that money
2: jeez well we also if, if you're on the patreon and want to get a little shout out from us to be one of our top live cast fans of the week It's the $10 tier You get everything in the $5 tier Plus we say your name Say your name <laughs> At the end Do, of do the whole of the thing as Beyonce I, I, How do I <laughs>
1: That's a quick way to get get you cancelled <laughs> Yeah
2: I don't even uh, How would I even Do a don't Beyonce do it. impression Don't
1: really do it <laughs> Alright
2: well uh let's give these shout shoutskis outski. I'm just gonna do it plain. Got Eric, got Rabaganoush, aka Justin, got Benjamin, El Dudorino Dan R, Mindy Mayers Kippa, Croc Destroyer, is Gender, Shasur Sasuzits. The crustacean sensation, A.K.A. God Stomper, Dallas, a Vampiro, Hugo likes tacos, Lando Danks, Lacroit, Scooby Doo One Eighty Two, <laughs> and Douglas. Who are you, Levison? Bless all your hearts. We love you forever, and we That's love proof. everyone listening, including you, right now, with us in your ears.
3: Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. Bye.